Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari is a general overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. I want to talk about what I call a paradigm of two tales. A paradigm of two tales. That is the chapter one of the book. Over all the 10 billion people in the world in terms of population, God created each and every one of us uniquely. Unique. Everyone is unique. What it means is that we are not created to do things the same way. And that's because our purpose in life varies from one person to another. Whatever you are born to be and whatever you are created to, to, to become, God put the necessary tool and the ingredient which you require to accomplish it inside you from the day you were created. The DNA which God put in you match for particular things which God ordained you to be in your lifetime. And so one want to ask himself the question, why is it that we are not all accomplishing or achieving in life? The answer is simple. Many live their lives never to discover their potential throughout their time of existence. And so God is having a predetermined counsel of purpose for all of us to prosper and to succeed. Success is relative. Prosperity is relative. Somebody buys a tico, a daiwu tico, and for him he has arrived. That is success for him. In fact, I know some of you are even excited that you attend a church like this where you have some four air conditions at the corner. And so when you come, you boast it. This is my church. We are doing well. Our pastor is nice. He's a gentleman. He dressed nice. The wife is nice. For you, this is success. If you want to uh, ask people to give us their own definition of success, you hear a lot of interesting things. For somebody, even the wife, 
which was by her makes her feel proud he has achieved that is success are you getting what i'm saying yep. but i opened my facebook this morning and i saw somebody put some something there he said that your proud wife may be somebody's housemaid you get that. so that if we all grow to understand that we are not meant to do things the same way because we are different this notion of success will be cut off the more you think you are succeeding the more you need to know that your success is somebody's poverty or lack of achievement I love what Paul said the other day. He said, I do not think of myself to have already attained, neither do I think I have already apprehended. But this one thing I do, focusing on the goal that is set ahead of me, that I may pursue and achieve that way God has called me to do. I pray God for somebody this morning that after we close the service, the Lord will give you a desire and energy to pursue and to persevere until you achieve the ultimate goal and purpose that the Lord has set before you. May that glory fall upon you this morning in the church. Is somebody in the church? Yes. And so when it comes to success, there are two kinds of people you are going to know. Two. There are people who believe that success will come to them whether they choose to pursue it or not. That is one kind of people. And there are those who believe that success don't come to an individual until they have exercised themselves and applied themselves to the vital forces that make a person successful. Second Peter all things that pertain unto life and godliness all things means all things everything you need to achieve and become yourself all things through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and to virtue mm -hmm. so god has given us all things all resources all that it requires to become successful but he continued to mention something called knowledge he said through the knowledge of him who had called us to glory and to virtue the man who manufactured the computer knows the content and the mode of operation of the computer more than the one who repairs it 
Dear, we are complete. I know only many of my own requirements. First, we have to change the position. So, if you are going to be able to discover your potential and succeed, you need to discover and you need to know first the God who created you and laid inside you the instruments and the prerequisites for success. So, we pursue only in India and we pursue only here. We are not interested in India. We are not interested in India. We are not interested in India. So the first kind of people are those who pursue success in Christ. And the second are those who pursue success in the world. Now in my own definition in this book, I put those people in two groups. The first group is what I call the Jacob kind of people. And the second group is what I call the Esau kind of people. And very soon we are going to see the attitudes and the values and the beliefs and the, 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 the mode of operation of the two kinds of people that puts them in different pedestal when it comes to prosperity and success. And so by the time I finish this service, you are going to have to define yourself whether you are on the pedestal of the road to success or to failure. I heard a lot of people say that well you people you don't have any message to preach you, you, you departed from the message of the cross all you preach is prosperity prosperity it is not really necessary whether we preach prosperity or not people will still prosper but I realize that that is also a false city. Because the word of the Lord said that how can they preach except they be sent and how can they believe unless there is a preacher. So unless we preach it, people cannot receive it and until people receive it, they cannot become prosperous. So the message of the cross itself is a message of prosperity. Number two, you see, anything you you hate or you detest, you can never become. Someone on nine. Verse 17 and 18. So as he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. If you are fan of always accusing financial preachers and prosperity preachers, mm. you can never become prosperous in your way of life. If you hear the message of blessing, you will only bless poverty and cursing. May the Lord send us financial deliverance in this church in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so I want to give you some of the secrets to your success or to your prosperity and then sit down. Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 28. Can I teach a little? Yes. Alright. Ephesians. Let him that stole steal no more. If you are not successful, you will steal. 
somebody if you are not prosperous you will see one day tell him that your poverty tells me you are a potential thief look at somebody your poverty tells me you are a potential thief I will never employ a poor person as my accountant Oh, I like the way you are looking at me. You don't intimidate me. Let me teach. Uh, do I have the permission to teach? Yes. I said I will never employ a poor person as my accountant. One of the greatest mistakes Jesus made was to employ to employ a poor man to be his accountant in his ministry. But the person was called Judas Iscariot. Jesus Iscariot. Even if somebody brings Jesus an offering, Judas is angry. Why did you wear this expensive prayer? You should have you sold it and put it in the treasury. And the Bible said, This he said, not because he wanted them to make good use of that money in servicing the widow and the poor, but that he will have the opportunity to steal from the coffers. The reason why we are we are kicking against each other in the church. We can't love one another. Mm. We lambast one another. We gossip one another it's because mm. of poverty. The way you throw your friends during church service because you saw the mm. nice shoe of your pastor. Mm. If you are wearing and you are dressing something nicer than the pastor, his suit will not move you. When uh, you are you getting the things I'm talking about? The reason why we are at loggerheads and at each other's throat in our churches is because somebody is using something that suggests to you that the person is more blessed than you. But in the next phase of my life, I see a new generation, a new church with a corporate blessing. When you bring a car to the church, another person will park a better car at the compound. You will bring a locomotive. Somebody is bringing a, a, a plane that will fly. You are driving something you think is the best. Another person is also always something better i prophesy over your life ladies and gentlemen but in the next phase of the history of this church i see the lord bringing us a complete prosperity whatever you have you will not be the only one possessing it but i see that brother i see that sister always the same thing we see that anointing upon your life is somebody in the church of god at all when you are bringing a tear, a pin pimu, then it's a year boo, and will be able to slug Missouri and say, Kana will be Tim Wunti movie, and there will be any and Wunyabi, and Untinama when he a brain. The Bible said that, but let him labor, working with his hands, that thing which is good, that thing which is good. What is the thing that is good? That is money. So I say, my own fan is saying, Monosun, some fifty, not only a dear, a young woman, and then a year, a sicker. Let him that store still no more, but. The word bad there mm. negates the fact that you can be a potential thief mm. as a Christian. Mm. It negates it. But say money 
in agreement to whatever that had been said early on before the call or the asymphobi and abibi and a chair as a grammar the attorney said the odi can't kind of idiot just me and everything you'll be tried yet to be kind so if you don't want to be a thief if you don't want to gossip others if you don't want to tell us others if you don't want your first to change always in church at the arrival of the good news the good cars and the mm. blessings of others then whatever that is being said after the column might become your attitude or your character number one is labor i don't like the way you are looking at me stanley please am i safe in church this morning <laughs> tell somebody you must labor so, so i am giving you seven secrets eh? seven secrets to prosperity this is what i call the secret of hard work the secret of hard work. Manna don't fall from heaven to the early days. It was a dispensation of the law. We are under the dispensation of grace. Whatever people think that when the Bible talks about grace, then it means that. You don't want you don't have to work for it. You you don't have to push yourself for it. Just sit down and expect it. And so the New Testament church is one of the most lazier churches that are coming in the history of the church of God. We replace the principle of hard work with tongues and fasting. We replace the principle of hard work with righteousness. We replace the principle of hard work with I receive it in church. Dressing nice and belonging to a church where your pastor is a prophet who yeah. can speak mysteries doesn't replace the principle of hard work. Claiming you go to Kokompe Church International. Faith word, charismatic ministries. I'm a faith word. Doesn't change this one. The word labor here from the Greek is the word egazomai. 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 Ye G A Z O M A I Egazomai and it has seven different interpretations to the Greek. Ejumadia or can one semi awa the quick Greek Kasuma and Wabudi Egazumai. A ye and a benyan chitemu and answer and semfua and son and the womb and chasian son. The first interpretation to a Greek man with the word egazomai mean that to toil, to toil, to toil. And chasia di kaya ewoma Greek ni any se OBS. And the word means to strive to become what you are not. To strive to become what you are not. And It means to work hard. It means to work incessantly. Incessantly. It means that what you are doing 
you don't enjoy doing it. It creates some discomfort, but you persevere. Adiana wo yene enye bibia ya kono enye bibia ya hugro nanso animnisi yenti udi eni brene ye. People who refuse to exert themselves incessantly towards work will continue to remain to the subservient of their slave masters when it comes to prosperity. Wana wamfa eni brene enye ejuma edeno debia woyankwa ema wana wase wana si. If you want to break away from the circles of your masters mm. in your employment or field of endeavor you need to become independent in your pursuits of work so pesa wo de wo e free afofro ase na wonya wo fa wo de eye wan kasa wo de dia enye ne wo so de adwumaden ene si wani so number 2 tosum yenu it means occupation ye chene se adwumaye occupation so wan bodu adwuma bi ato wo so it comes from the word to occupy ye chene se se wo jina bibi so ananse wo de wo si bi Jesus was giving a parable and he said that a master told his servants when he was traveling, he gave them talents and said, occupy till I come. That is occupation. Occupy. That is to get yourself engaged with something or to get something to engage your time. Vice versa. We aye a bebua yesubu yes said your open be man in crawford master. Mom koswa and yet ma copin seven by way agent master. I was so be so and so a copin said be a bis. If you are engaged in occupation, three things will happen to you. So it be a su and so do sa crabi boomani mammy and sunny see. Number one, your time. You decay a womre. You don't have control of your time to any other thing apart from that which you call your occupation. You don't have time for gossip. You don't have time for spying and eyeing others. You don't have time for idle discussions. You don't have time for roaming about unnecessarily. If you if you use your time for something, at the end it is all in connection to that which occupies you. Number two, your scale. Your scale. Your scale is something you train yourself to acquire. Somebody train themselves to acquire the skill to turn football and dribble. That's their scale. And because they want to use that skill to survive or to prosper, it becomes their occupation. Somebody has learned about business or to be a contractor. And so, by that knowledge or skill acquired, they are always busy using it to apply themselves to their area of endeavor in order to prosper. Number three is your talent. I didn't hear you well. Mm. You see, your talent is the kind of skill which you didn't train for but God naturally or supernaturally okay injected it into you so you do it without sweat 
you do it without exerting yourself with any formal training becomes your talent god gave it to you adia will be able to send fifty or one better home painting kwa abre and send away to me would you to me any pretty emu emani ye ye and no air word match a day hello hi are you with me yes Whenever you are talking about your occupation, it requires physical exertion. If you don't exert yourself when it comes to occupation, to exert means to apply energy or force. Now this is where grace comes in. Because if everybody is supposed to occupy themselves doing something and everybody is to prosper then there shouldn't be poor people on the earth please are you with me here mm. but we are not all successful or prosperous because grace decide to add resource to one person who is looking for the prosperity in the world way and decide not to add the same grace unto another person who is not looking for it in the God way. I pray God for somebody in this church this morning that as you begin to pursue prosperity and success in the God way, may grace add on top of every struggle. I see grace falling upon it. Others are struggling for it. But in your case, grace will deliver the results into your hand. Receive the grace of God in the church now. Then my three interpretation of the word is task. task. This is a goal to be achieved. Which also brings a reward. Honor or freedom. So the word work or labor as in Ephesians 4.28 also means if you want to prosper you have to set a goal or a target. People who just work because they have energy to work without certain goals don't prosper in this life. Say over to me at the year now, sir. As you must read, you can say, I was so the boat, I be super be at all. Baby, any essence on Fabi be a scene. Any so, in the aircraft, whenever the aircraft is about to fly, it will sit in the aircraft. The pilot will come, uh, will sit down. He said, Fasten your seat, but my name is Captain Zomaya. I am uh, I'm flying you 32,000 feet above sea, le uh, sea level. We are traveling from uh, Accra, Kotoka to London Heathrow. He spelled all the details of the flight because he has a goal set that this is my final destination. Now, if the captain doesn't have a destination and the plane just takes off and the plane is just in the air, woo -hoo -hoo, after some, about three, four, five hours, the fuel in the fuel chamber of that plane will run out and after it runs out, the plane must crash down. You want to prosper. We don't have goals and targets. Even in the church. 
us. Many of us are serving God without target. A lot of you have married men, men in marriage who don't have goals and targets. That is why you don't prosper in the marriage. If a man comes to young lady and tells you, I want to marry you, ah, that, that, that man, please, what is your vision for me? Number one, Adam, what is your vision in life? And what is your vision for me? If the man didn't play any role in your father bringing you up to where you are, at least marry you for about giving yourself say, the next 10 years. If your father meets you, that man should be able to give account what he has added, what value he has added to the value which your father added to you before he married you. And more than Papa Boy, you know, as I bring here on Kaho, and this is what we are in fear do it, you know. Or so we say, I'm part of the baby puppy. I can't remember. You said that in the things I'm saying. You say I am a pastor. See me also for. Are you pastoring because you want people to identify clerical in your neck? Please, is that the reason why you want to be a pastor? I want to be the head of a department in the church. What is your vision? You say, the senior pastor didn't set any vision for me. So, as for me, I want to be a pastor. A lot of you Life is living you, but you are not living life. You have nothing that you are set as a vision or a goal. You will never be able to call yourself an achiever until you are something to achieve. Oh, I, I don't like, I don't like. Are you around with me? Are you around? And so the reason why we are nothing against each other, we hate each other. We are insulting each other. We are eyeing each other. We are spanning. We don't have a purpose in this life. We don't have any goal we are pursuing. I pray that God will give somebody a dream and a vision mm. and open your eyes and give you what it takes to pursue it. Receive the anointing in the church. Have you seen people running in a, a, a race in a track before? When we were younger, I used to run a little. You, you understand me? I, I had a long distance. I have a, I have a heart. I, I, have a heart. I can't run fast, but the long one, I'll bypass everybody. The long one. When my short legs, I can go. But I, I remember we ran a race, and I thought I won the race. But when I arrived, they told me I've been disqualified. And because they told me that you step into somebody's track. When you are about to run, they put me at the front side of everybody because they said I've been given a certain track. But when the race kept on, I realized that the one who was far behind was overtaking me so i decided to narrow the gap by joining his track if you don't have any vision or any target on your own you run in another person's track you see when any good employer employs you he spare what he give you what we call job specification is that correct 
They expect of you to do the work in a certain way and achieve certain set goals and targets. At the end of the month, you are interested in the salary. Your employer is interested in the job specification they gave you. Have you done it or not? What gives your employer the reason to continue to work with you or to sack you? What is your target? That is why at the end of the year you don't see what you have achieved. At the end of the month, you should be able to sit down and ask yourself, what did I do with my time, my talent, my skill, my energy? What did it bring? Don't just let the Ghana city feel that you counted. Become the reason why you spent. Uh, mm. Please, can I talk to you? Mm. Tell somebody, please, have a go, have a vision. Tell the person. Number four, it also means to engage in or to engage with something. Those who work always get engaged in something or with something. Hello. Ah. Right now I'm preaching. I am engaged with work. I'm preoccupying myself with something. This is my calling. This is what I love to do. This is what brings me fulfillment. This is what God used to bless me. I may not be on a physical salary. But God gives me more than salary. God wouldn't have use people to bless my life if all i did is just sitting in my bedroom praying in tongues and fasting every day and saying that as for me i'm a child of god so i'm fulfilling scripture i see god giving you a preoccupation amen number five it means to commit to commit and the word commit commit me to give yourself holy in pursuit of something so just having a goal or pursuing a goal is not enough in labor or work you commit yourself to what you are doing not the kokosia kokosia dan kojwa that kind of commitment not that one anya me kone ochinana mada dari when you see a successful man it is not one thing he did that made him successful so when we be a wadi anya adwuma ba prosperity doesn't work like that ye die e man sa little 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 things have you seen have you seen uh the trees in the forest when when it rains and the wind blow uh now now the rainy season is gradually here with us you will see some storms and big trees are falling but there is a particular tree i realize it can never fall down like that it is called the coconut tree so do you know the secret of the coconut tree all other trees want to become tall by having big roots and trenches the coconut tree say no little little things make a giant Mm. So little roots here, little roots there, little roots here, little roots there. When the storm blows, when the wind is blowing, all other trees are falling, but the palm tree alone is steadfast on its roots. I prophesy to you today that the little little things you are committing into your vision, into your personal, may it 
reason why in the years to come you will be standing and be prosperous ladies and gentlemen may it be the reason why others will look at you and say why did you make it this way how did you come far this way you will look at them and tell them once upon a time I gave myself to commitment you are committed to prayer you are committed to church you are committed to fasting you are committed to hard work you are committed to truthfulness you are committed to the things you do and I don't understand you but the time is coming and now is the hour when God is about to add grace to the things you are doing and when you see the fall ladies and gentlemen I see you on top I see you becoming a celebrity others will look at you they can't know how you made it but it will be the secret of hard work receive it on the right receive it on the left and the back somebody lift up your voice in the church and give the Lord a those of you who love spending money this is what you should love doing first there are people who spend as if they don't have head. There are people who, who always lack. In fact, for some of you, until you spend, you are always restful. If you get your salary and you pass at the Akramo, you mm. can't take your eyes off anything on the shelves. If your rate of spending is not directly proportional, to your rate of working, mm. you are in trouble. Mm. You Number six. Number six. The second word we see is labor. And that word is kopayo. Mm. K-O-P-I-A-O. Kopayo. You spell the copayo. Hello. Hi. And that word means to labor. To put in great effort. To put in great effort. And I'll tell you something. You see, putting in effort as per the word labor goes beyond just your skill, your knowledge, or just your physical strength. It also refers to applying yourself to wisdom and reasoning. That's the expert. You know that we are manual workers and uh, what the other one? Huh? Informal and formal. Those who use their muscles, construction, mm. huh? like masons and carpenters and those things. Their category is there. Then you are those who sit in the office and they use, they crack their mind to make things work. Do you know that all is work? Oh, I don't like the way you're you are watching my phone. You know, 
Wana wadi abatire eneye ena wana wadi ajain eneye. Those who work in the office, are you working? Are they here? Let me see you by hand. Are you working? Wana watine office inso office inso eye juma. You are just in front of the computer. Kakra kakra kakra. Air condition is causing you. What air condition? Computer kakra ne si wenim. Do you know that those who are in the construction field, they don't, they don't think you are working. Wana eye ahodi nima na. Oma mje se wono. They think you are not working. Onye hwe oti wakwa. So you are there. End of the man, the company gives you huge salary, and they are angry. You park your car, and then the security man have to salute you and guide you to park. He come to the yard, and he has no car to. If, if a motorbike car is a problem, he is angry. That is why I say people don't normally like people who wear suit and tie. And why did he say what your condition? so He said Tell somebody that is work. Tell the person that is work. That's what we say. No see it, Juma. Tell another person, please. That is also work. That's what we say. No see it, Juma. They sit in the office, but as a quad, they virtually control everything that goes on in the field. Or the office, the announcer, the echoes who are bantering in our own area. The architect who drew the plan for my house told me something. He said that, Pastor, I know you think that the fee you are paying for my drawing is too huge. But the mental work that goes into this thing, Pastor, you have no idea. It has taken me sleepless nights to do this. We architecture small kind. So we are just saying, we can make you an SOD and then so a pesreni a huadi a media uemuno unihu adjoin. So this one combined two ingredients: hard work in terms of muscular activity and mental thinking. That is the word labor. We are in Yemen. We are in Akum. A huadi a wahunemu na fe adjoin so de. Labor, eh? Our sisters understand labor more than we the men. Mrs. Bana, I like the way you are saying at me. You, you, you are going to the labor world how many times now? Two times. Sometimes your husband, Mr. Banahine, will pretend as if he loved the case. But if you really want to talk about love, mm. the passing and the compassion, you see. Men treat children with passion. Women treat children with compassion mm. because of this work called labor. We are in Susreda, Emma, Emma, before any Papa phone in term. Oba, Edoni, Bana, Ekwetipa, Papa dear, Nakuma, Ebataneho. When a woman loves the child, emotions are attacked. But when a man loves a child, he loves the child because it is responsibility. Obema dear, and I said, ENT, and Oda Palano, and so bad yet. Please, are you here? Are you here? Because the kind of pains the women go through at the labor world, mm. brother, you have no idea. Yeah, wa yeah, my money from ewo a woman. Yeah, yeah, to me and for Bibian to talk. When my wife was in labor for Insira, I carried her to Snake Hospital from uh Pantan Dancing to Osu, Oxford Street. Immediately I brought her out of the car. The amniotic bag tore, mm. the thing busted, mm. and the baby's head was out. Immediately, I ran away, and the nurse took her inside. They said, but where are you going? Yes, sir, please, come. Where are you going? I said, I, I, when you finish, I'll come later. <laughs> we are this here. I brought this of mommy, Andrew. Hospital now, and sue a pie, a quality pie. You see, the way women shy away from their nakedness. But when a woman is in labor, ha! The nakedness don't mean anything to her. Emma, a pharaoh, when else you do a woman, dear, on Fabogan, yes, wine. And the Bible said that labor, see, obre, prosperity comes with labor. Ye dear, and I'm obre so never. 
You can never be a good steward of your prosperity until you labor for it. Good stewards are good laborers. Some of you, when we give you something to take care of, by the time we come, it is either that thing is not exist in existence or we find it in a very deplorable state because you are not a good steward because you are not a good laborer. I love to entrust into the hands of people who have exercised themselves in labor. If you don't have a track record as a good laborer, you can't be a person who is an expert as a good steward. Who don't handle what their husband bring in the house? Why? Because they didn't labor for it. There are husbands who don't appreciate what their wives cook for them because they didn't cook it. They, didn't, they don't know how it is for fire to burn you in the kitchen. Why are you looking at me? You are intimidating me, pal. Are you here? Yes. And so by this time, labor, you cannot ignore something. No, when you are in labor, three things. Pain, discomfort, and stress. Three things. Pain, discomfort, and stress. It all goes together with the word labor. In fact, this is a research I did. At I said, take the word I am tired from your language and you begin to prosper. When the woman is in labor, do you say because your waist, look at me, your waist, you hold your waist and this is how you walk. When they finally put you down, some nurse who doesn't feel the way you feel come mm. and stand there and say, push. Mm. So push, push. Do you say because of the pain you won't push Pasapa? You can say push your chima. What can say my brain to me? Pain is gay. Anytime you are doing something and you feel pain, it is a sign you are on your way to prosperity. Are you in the church? Yes. A lot of you. You want to work, but your work doesn't liberate you from the shackles of poverty because it doesn't create any pain and discomfort. You work at your comfort. You remain at your comfort zone. You don't go the extra mile of hard work. And that is why you are working, but you are always poor. You don't understand when I travel abroad. I miss my wife, I miss my kids. Sometimes for two months or three, I am away. You deny yourself of sexual pleasure. You deny yourself of the comfort of your children. You miss everybody. You miss your church. Very emotional and stressful. I can take about eight. The last time I, I traveled, I, I, I did 15 different meetings. In March, I did 32 different meetings. 32. Mm. Mm. With eight different churches, and I have to preach a different message in all the time because sometimes you finish preaching in church A, by the time we say my next meeting in church B, all the about half of the congregation in church A will follow you there. So <laughs> when you go there, you have to have a different word or message. <laughs> uh, 
When I come here and you see me driving accidental car, accidental, the brogina piaya mistake na pemo na matobe yeniye. Ah, you know what happened? Pain, stress, discomfort. So we say kaya brogina kino diye kibabi. So for a car, a brogina atetenya manye. Because of something they have, you don't have. You don't know the price they pay. I know you won't clap. You don't like me for what I said, but I told you what is real. Look at what I said here. Pain is gain. Those who succeed at work are those who, through endurance, despise their pain until achievement crowns their efforts. There's something called endurance. Every great achiever has very strong enduring prowess. Endurance is the insulator. Look at my mouth. You know insulator. In energetics, but acquiring energetics in physics, they will tell you that insulator prevents energy from moving from something into another thing in the medium. Huh? So, many people work, and when they need to push hard extra before they can enter into the realm of achievement or success, when they begin to feel this thing called pain, which goes with their labor, they give up so they don't achieve. If you want to achieve, you must go beyond the pain by having what I called endurance. Endurance is insulated to pain. Endurance It is also an insulator to pain. Endurance Brings a kind of shame and a kind of stigma, but endurance will make you despise the shame and the stigma and still apply yourself to work. After today, I prophesy over your life that may the hand of the Lord rest upon you and give you the ability to endure. Receive endurance in every area of your life. Amen. The saddest aspect in work. Is to give up on your pursuit because of pain. It's very sad. This is the the story of Esau and Jacob. You come from work. You say I'm tired. I can't take the pain of hard work and hunger. Therefore, junior brother, give me your birthright. No, he said, give me your food. And you see that the Jacobs of life, they don't just give away what they have without counting the cost. You pay for it. He said, you want my food? It's not a problem at all. But we are the Jacob generation. We sell what we have for something we need. 
ye Jacob fodie ye mayade kwa ade aye wono ye de ti ye hia and that brings me to my seven points i don't need me ba botan son no about the word work eba atumaye no is the word trade se odidwa do you want to prosper person di ye learn to trade so yan so obidwa don't that be a ton talking christian trade your talent trade your gift trade your resources trade your possession trade your skill learn how to trade men kakasa fofro keke na nchire kom na mum suan said you dey unim die wonyansa ani aduma nyame dia ma ro dey besese bibi by all standard Esau was on an advantage to prosper than Jacob but he said you know what what put you on the advantage to prosper than me is your birthright you don't value it but according to Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 15 The Bible said that the right of the firstborn gives him access to double of the father's inheritance. So you know what, senior bro, if you don't value your birthright, just sell it to me and take my food. The Israel group of people, they don't value what they have. They are people who despise their talents and their skills. Mm. Is of what they are the obi and so many the aduma nyame dia dum nindi o won emfa ne ho otumi de sa eduane. He said, "I am here dying. You are talking about bear fry. What is the bear fry to me? So Give me the food and 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 take it." Opa, when he marry, a penny bear me the miwa. For the only man manage penny no. He didn't know how to negotiate for prosperity mm. with his little resources. Kakrana one one who can't be fast. All the best is a baby papa. The greatest tragedy mm. in the negotiation is when your employer. Places more value on your talents more than the employee. It's a tragedy. The Ehabini said, "Obi, I only need a job, and I will be offered a job. Oh no, nimdeni nyansa one one ma ubua eso said yes se efatao." Place value on your talent. Your talent. You know your talent. Oh, I do much here, no. Uh huh. So, like, you are say an accountant. I am employing you, and I see what you have and value it. Because I have knowledge about what I can use it to do mm. more than you who have the actor. Uh, what it means is that I will employ you and pay you cheaply. Mm. Once I used you to acquire something mm. which I couldn't have bought. Uh, Some of you get. To interview and they even ask you how much do you want to charge? You can't say it. You say you want a job. You want to get salary. Your employer gives you an open uh, platform mm. to tell how much you want to charge. You say, boss, that one. Let me go and think about it. I'll come back. Indecisive. That one alone can make you lose the employment. You are indecisive. Some of you don't know what you have. That is why you are still poor. Because you don't know what you have, you don't know how to add value to it and make yourself marketable. You pray in tongues. You fasted. God will give you knowledge and wisdom. Apply that wisdom to add value to what you have. And also, Are you in the church? Yes. I told a lecturer in the university, PAD holder, mm. to go and sell kokonte and pepper. Mm. He speak bono he called my father i said coffee na they are send me the info account tell me they are no dey pa 
Thank God that man humbled himself. Mm. And he learned how to convert nothing into something. Mm. He bought a lot of cassava, dry it and peppers, store it that year. And there was hunger at Burkina Faso. Mm. And he sent this thing from Tetiman to the plane. By the time the season was, was over, that man threw that business about articulated trust too and mm. opened. Ah. <laughs> Are you with me in the church? Yes. Your problem, listen. You, 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 it, it is a, it's a tragedy. Some Wait. of you are sitting here, you are crying always. Your employer is not treating you well. The reason is that there is a potential you have, but you have looked down upon yourself. You can't even use it to bargain for what you want. After today, I see the hand of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. I see a multi billionaire in the church. Mm. I see Ghana's last businessman, business tycoon, sitting in the auditorium. Mm. Now that anointing rests upon your life today. We see the anointing of Jacob. You will sell what you have to achieve what others don't respect. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, when this anointing comes upon your life, others will work hard, others will strive for success. But when this anointing of Jacob is resting upon your life, what others don't value, what others have neglected, you will apply yourself to wisdom and make something huge out of it. In the year 2017, I see a new generation of Christians who will apply themselves to the wisdom of Jehovah and change what they have. That talent you don't follow. I see it becoming a golden talent. That business you don't follow. I see that business becoming an international business. That occupation you don't follow. Ladies and gentlemen, grace is coming upon it. You are becoming an international man. God said unto Jeremiah, he said today, see I made you a prophet to the nations. That is an international prophet. We see the anointing of an international personality. We see it on the right. We see it on the left. We see it on the back. Sound of God. In case you are with me, come and lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. If the Holy Ghost is really on you, the Holy Ghost mm. will give you practical approach mm. to making it where there seems to be no way. Let us mature and come to a place where the Holy Ghost is talking to us and we say we are anointed and we hear the voice of God. Not because we know the problems of others alone. Mm. But we are able to employ the same voice of the Holy Spirit that makes us see people problems to also apply ourselves to success mm. and the principles of prosperity. Mm. Stand to your feet. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from the Word in Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information, please contact us on 0268-091-536 or 0268-091-537 and 0268-091-538. You can also send an email to the prophet at prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or info at faithwordcharismatic.org. Visit our website at www.faithwordcharismatic.org. Alternatively, follow the prophet on Facebook 
Twitter and Instagram at Prophet Dan or at Faith Word Charismatic. God bless you richly.